0: Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. We're going to go way back today to the 17th century, to England, to talk about the crown jewels and a man named Blood, Thomas Blood. Blood was, to put it generously, a shady thief. Some called him Colonel Blood or Captain Blood. Both nicknames fit. He was a scoundrel according to ireland's history magazine blood had a reputation for espionage and conducting terrorist campaigns though many of his plans were foiled just in time that's because blood was not a particularly good planner he once posed as a doctor to earn money even though he had no medical qualifications to his name in 1642 He switched sides during the English Civil War. Colonel Blood knew he would wind up on the losing side otherwise. And he just didn't consider himself to be the losing kind. And then, in 1671, Colonel Blood and his buddies decided to execute what was perhaps their most audacious and foolhardy plan. They would steal the crown jewels. So, here's how they did it. Or didn't do it. First, Colonel Blood and his accomplices befriended a man named Talbot Edwards. Edwards' job was the keeper of the jewels, which made him a pretty important guy for Blood to feign interest in. On the day of the robbery, he attacked Edwards with a mallet and sword. And while Edwards was unconscious, the thieves helped themselves to the jewels. They filled their pockets with treasures and flattened other objects so they could fit into their bags. Edwards regained consciousness and screamed for help. His son heard his cries and ran to his rescue. Meanwhile, the guards apprehended Blood. But that didn't stop him from being just as brazen as ever. Upon questioning, Blood declared that he would not discuss the incident with anyone other than King Charles II. And you'll never guess what happened next. He got what he wanted. A meeting between the thief and the reigning monarch was eventually held, although nobody quite knows what was discussed. Colonel Blood must have been quite the charmer, or maybe he blackmailed the king. But either way, he somehow was granted not only a royal pardon but land in Ireland. Amazing. Colonel Blood and his cronies' legacy still lives on today. Thanks to them, the crown jewels are no longer on open display. They're kept in the jewel house at the Tower of London under armed guard. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Jennifer Hassan for reporting this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, Visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. And one more thing. This Saturday, I'll be at the National Book Festival in Washington, D.C. to host a game of history trivia for kids. Please join me from 3 to 4 p.m. at the Washington Post booth at the Washington Convention Center. The winner will appear on an upcoming episode of Retropod. See you soon.